Hello and welcome to this episode of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast, being recorded in the beautiful home office, Chateau Relaxo, Florida. Today's episode, time for that June crazy travel roundup. Thanks for listening. The last couple of weeks has been a mix of planes and automobiles. A few weeks ago, I left for Jersey on a Monday for a week's trip. Once I landed back in O-Town on Friday, I got in the car and we took off for about four or five more days. So I think it was 10 days out uh, without, without coming back home. So if uh, Bank of America wants to give me a one-third reduction on my mortgage payment, I would greatly appreciate that. Of course, flying back into Newark, if you follow my Newark Airport adventures, you know that over the years... It's rare that I take the same route from the airport to my hotel, and this evening was no different. The car service once again found another new route. However, I did stumble on a really good deal at the Hilton Doubletree in Fairfield. I stayed there for three nights, and with all the promos and bonuses, I got a little over 13,000 points for the three nights, and then used my Hilton American Express card. gave me another 6,000 points, so just about 20,000 points for three nights, not bad. And then I mixed that or coupled that with my Thursday night stay at Newark Airport, which got me another 7,000. I think I netted about 26 or 27,000 points for the week. One thing that I've really come to appreciate in New Jersey is the food. It just never disappoints. There's always something new, always something good. And under the something good category, I would put that as Jose Tejas, which is a normal stop when I'm in town. It's a Mexican mixed with Cajun. That day's lunch was a shrimp and crawfish quesadilla, huge, I mean huge chunks of crawfish and shrimp just stuffed into this warm tortilla with cheese goodness oozing out the sides. Definitely couldn't pick it up with a hand. It required a fork and knife. Their crawfish etouffee I would put on par with anything that you're going to get in the New Orleans area. Dinner one night was at Prime 94 and there was 15 of us. Anytime you've got a large party, especially when it's over 8 it can get really, really kludgy really quick. These guys are top-notch. This is the second big meal that I've had there. When you enter the place, they have this wonderful long bar that runs across the back of the entryway. And they serve a just a concoctony of custom cocktails, such as a Black Beauty. They don't do my new favorite, the Smoked Old Fashioned. But they do also offer a heck of a good selection of local craft beer from the uh, New Jersey area. Meal started off as traditionally with the Capri salad and some fried calamari, both excellent. I think the, the mozzarella was homemade. My main course was their Prime 94 chicken, a chicken breast uh, covered in broccoli rabe with this sun-dried tomato paste and served with what they called the long hot pepper. They really cautioned me about the, uh, the spice and the pepper. I didn't find it that off-putting, but a great meal and a great time. You know, it's not often that I brag on hotel restaurants, but the Doubletree in Fairfield is pretty good. When I first started staying there or years ago, it was a Holiday Inn, I think a Crown Plaza. And at the time, they had an okay restaurant bar. The breakfast was really good. Well, since then, Hilton has acquired the property and, and really drastically updated it. The breakfast area is still as good as ever. The, the ladies that work and have been there, I think one of them said 20 plus years. But the uh, the rebranded restaurant bar, great food. We had wings two nights in a row there. And, and being a wing guy, I can be very particular. 
but they had this great sticky honey glazed wings. And like I said, so good. I think we had it two nights out of our three. So on to the June crazy travel roundup. The first story comes from View from the Wing. And if you've never been to the blog site, View from the Wing, it's kind of the uh, one of the industry travel road warrior type blog sites where they have a lot of industry news that dealing with credit card points, travel destinations, and things like that. Their first article is Televangelist Finds Passengers Getting Dragged Down the Aisle Too Distracting Has to Fly Private. Kenneth Copeland's ministry once disclosed that it owns at least five planes, though now he says he only has three, including a Gulfstream V, which was purchased from Tyler Perry. Copeland says that the Lord speaks to him and performs maintenance on his aircraft. The minister has described flying commercial as getting in a long tube filled with a bunch of demons. He goes on to say, people, I love people, Jesus loves people, people get pushed in alcohol. Do you think that's a good idea for a preacher to be and to prepare for going to preach with a lot of people when somebody in there is dragging some woman down the aisle? It made me so mad when I saw that on television, I wanted to punch the guy out myself. I can't be doing that when I'm when I'm trying to get ready to preach. So I guess part of the Copeland's reasoning for having a private fleet of uh, planes is the fact that all the uh, United Airlines debacle in the last 18 months, I guess, pushed him over the edge. You know, I've always said that if I was a preacher, my very first sermon would start out with something like, the Lord wants to do Porsche, and he wants me to drive it. And then I would hand out those offering plates. This next one, again, comes from View from the Wing. Turbulence was so bad that a flight attendant and beverage card hit the ceiling. So this was June 16th on a flight between France, Germany, and Switzerland, and somebody just happened to be flying the plane of 737-300 with about 121 people, encountered severe turbulence at 34,000 feet about 30 minutes prior to the end of the 745-mile flight. It experienced uh, turbulence so bad that 10 passengers were ultimately taken to the hospital upon arrival. No emergency declared. Some of the passengers reported that seats were ripped out of their anchoring. However, this turns out not to be accurate. So I've talked about this before. It's rare that I ever get out of my seat on an airplane, even on four-hour flights. I just tend to put my seatbelt on and never think anything about it. If you look at the video, there's a link in the uh, the blog side of this that, I mean, literally a beverage cart and a flight attendant slam into the ceiling of the plane. It was that disrupting. If you watch that, that will forever convince you to keep that seatbelt buttoned. The Points Guy, another one of the industry blog sites, gives us this. Passenger caused a seven-hour delay by mistaking emergency exit for a bathroom. A Pakistani International Airlines flight was severely delayed, leaving Manchester, England on June 8th, but not because of poor weather or aircraft maintenance. Instead, PIA has stated that a passenger opened an emergency exit while the flight was still on the tarmac. According to the airline, the passenger mistook the exit for a restroom, causing the emergency slide to deploy automatically and leading to a seven-hour wait. Nearly 40 passengers stepped off the plane, They didn't take the slide and waited for the flight to be reset. No passengers were injured, although some complained about it. The wait on social media reports USA Today. So first of all, if we're not in an emergency situation and somebody rips open the door and deploys the slide, that's how I plan to leave that aircraft. (laughs) Now, how in the world anybody could ever mistake the lavatory door or the exit door for a lavatory door with a little window and everything is beyond me. 
But, you know what they say, fact is stranger than fiction. Q Country 103.7 brings us our Florida story for the month. Florida man found naked in Broome County chicken coop after manhunt. 25-year-old Florida man is jailed, and they even call it Florida man. Florida man is jailed in upstate New York after police say he crashed a stolen car and was found naked in a chicken coop after a seven-hour manhunt. State police say John Mene of Sarasota faces numerous charges, including criminal possession of stolen property for crashing an Audi A5, good taste, reported stolen in Florida, so he took that thing on a diaper drive up the coast, and cruelty to animals for killing a dog and some chickens. He was arraigned Wednesday night and jailed without bail. Police say he has requested a lawyer as well as a fashion consultant. My guess is he's probably going to probably going to get more time for hurting the dog and the chicken than for actually stealing the Audi A5. And of course, where else would Florida man end up other than naked in a chicken coop just 57 miles southeast of Ithaca, New York? The Mirror brings us this truly sad story. Teacher accidentally killed herself after swallowing a bag of cocaine in airport lounge. A British teacher accidentally killed herself with a lethal overdose after she swallowed a bag of cocaine in a first-class airport lounge while traveling, trying to fly home to Dubai. Uh, expat Victoria Buchanan ingested the resealable bag in what it was thought she realized that had been her drug of choice in her possession while drinking a glass of champagne after she checked in with her luggage. So the story goes on to talk about her and her husband. Apparently they had... They had occasionally partied like in this in the past. Her husband didn't realize that she had this much cocaine left with her. Folks, if that's your sport of choice or your drug of choice, and you're planning to throw that thing down your stomach and it's in a resealable bag, maybe you want to double bag it and make sure that it's truly uh, truly sealed. I do feel bad. She was a, a mother of two or three children. I do feel bad for that and her husband. Another one of my favorite sites is Snopes, man caught at JFK smuggling 34 finches in hair curlers. You know, now over the past, we've had people smuggling birds, different kinds of uh, exotic delicacies. Well, this is a first for me. Federal authorities say a 39-year-old Connecticut man has been caught trying to smuggle nearly three dozen live finches through JFK Airport in order to sell them for singing competitions. Francis Garahu was arrested Sunday after arriving on a flight from Georgetown, Guyana. Prosecutors say Customs found the 34 live birds in his carry-on luggage hidden inside individual plastic curlers. Guerrero was arraigned on Monday on a charge of unlawful wildlife smuggling. Information on his lawyer wasn't immediately available. Officials say the finches from Guyana, get this, are prized. They are used in singing contests in Brooklyn and Queens where wages are placed on the birds with the best voice. Prosecutor Sekiruhu said he had planned to sell them for about $3,000 each for a total haul of a little over $100,000. I imagine that if somebody went through his Amazon order history, you would probably see some additional oddities. But 34, there's pictures of this on the blog as well. They poor little, little winged creatures are shoved into uh, hair curlers. Probably not a bad way to, or probably a bad way, but probably a safe way to transport them, but I can't imagine, I would only imagine that they probably heard the birds long before anybody knew what was in that bag. WWJ950 brings us our second naked story. This one happened to be in Detroit. Man strips naked at Detroit Metro Airport's McNamara Terminal 
A traveler caused quite a stir at Detroit Metro Airport when he stripped naked and tried to pass through security at the terminal. Airport officials say the man walked up to a checkpoint about 6.30 a.m. Friday, removed all his clothing, disconnected a stanchion, and approached the metal detectors. TSA agents did not allow him to pass through the checkpoint. The Wayne County uh, Airport Authority and fire departments responded and determined the man did not pose a security threat. <laughs> and so the man was then transported to an area hospital. No injuries were reported, but several people witnessed the incident. And uh, one of the chuckles is that if you check out the picture on the blog, somebody strategically decided to blur out this man's uh, bathing suit area, so to speak. And you've got to really look at the picture. Once again, I, I talk about this all the time. There's two kinds of nudity. There's good nudity, which usually involves dim lights, soft music, maybe a beverage of choice. And then there's bad nudity. And bad nudity is any kind of nudity that happens at an airport, in an airplane, anything under fluorescent lights, or in public. This, my friends, was an example of bad nudity. Our last story comes from NPR, a travel nightmare, waking up cold and alone in a darkened plane. Ever had a nightmare in which you wake up at night alone, strapped in a seat in a completely dark and freezing cold room with no means to contact anyone? Well, that's the story of Air Canada passenger Tiffany Adams, and she told what was supposed to have been a simple 90-minute flight from Quebec City to Toronto earlier this month. Her account was posted on the airline's Facebook page, and there's a link to that in the show notes, and I would encourage you to read that. It was posted by her friend Diana. Adams, who has since been experiencing anxiety and insomnia, wrote that she fell asleep in a row of seats on a nearly empty flight. God bless the woman. I can't remember the last nearly empty flight that I've been on. And by the time she woke up, the plane had arrived at its destination and had been parked away from the nearest terminal. Her cell phone battery was depleted, therefore useless, and there was no power on the plane to recharge it. No one else was on the pitch black plane. So a couple things. Tiffany, I'll bet you will probably get on Amazon and order some kind of a portable battery charger so this never happens to you again. But what is, you know, I understand that the cleaning crews come firing through the plane pretty quick. And occasionally they'll, they'll overlook a laptop or a phone in the seat back pocket. But how in the world anybody could ever look an actual body in a seat and then just put the plane in its parking space? That's beyond me. Well, there you have it. June's Crazy Travel Roundup. Thanks for listening, and safe travels.